Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Cowboys Talk, the Dallas Cowboys discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. I am, of course, Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas, but of course I did not need to tell you that because you all know who I am, but what the heck. Well, honestly, I should mention, it's been a while since I've done this show. <laughs> you know, to be honest with you, because I was, I was out of town when the Cowboys got the win over the Chargers on the road, um, and then there was the bye week, but you know, I actually just realized today that I never previewed the game against the Rams. Oh, uh, but here I am. You know, I le- I'm at least, well, I'm definitely going to have to recap it, so. Feels like it's been a while since I gave y'all anything, so. Well. <laughs> you know, honestly, the fact that the Cowboys, you know, when they got that win over the Chargers on the road and the way, the way they finished out... I already took responsibility for that because I, I felt that the Chargers were actually going to destroy them. Now, I didn't actually preview that. I, I, I did not preview that game either. So, again, I mean, I think the last episode I did was uh, was after the Cowboys got embarrassed by the freaking 49ers. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, I mean, the, the results of, of this game today, I mean, and the fact that the 49ers, you know, as I'm doing this episode are on a two-game losing streak, now, as I'm doing the episode, they're currently losing right now to the Cincinnati Bengals at home, 24-16, but again, by the time this episode's published, I mean, who knows who knows what the results will be, but still, the bottom line is, uh, 49ers kind of looking like, you know, losing two straight, I mean, the last thing they beat were the Cowboys, and since then, you know, that loss to the Browns, and then that loss to the Vikings, which I witnessed, but, yeah. 49ers are not looking good, but then, then again, it kind of makes Dallas look bad because Dallas got destroyed by this 49ers team. So the Rams were in town. It's interesting. Cowboys have one game on the road in Los Angeles. They have the bye week, and then they return home, and they have the, they have the other L.A. team. Now, I should mention, I did in fact ask Darnell Salant, a.k.a. the playmaker, who of course is a strong supporter of the L.A. Rams, I didn't, in fact, invite him to come on this show, but he asked me, well, when I invited him, he said, how can I, in, a, in, in the emotional state of mind that I'm in, because the L.A. Rams got destroyed by the Cowboys, 43-20. to 20. And I said to him, well, I need somebody that's willing to t- tell it like it is. I need, basically, I need, I need it from a, from, a, from a perspective from a Rams fan, so... So clearly he never he never got back to me. So clearly that mean that meant that he obviously politely declined my invitation, which I understand. But I do encourage you guys to tune in to the upcoming episode of Ramley Talk, which is his show where he talks about the Rams, because he is literally gonna rip this team a new one, kind of like kind of like what I do on this show. But in my case this week, it's a little bit different. So. I strongly recommend that you guys check out his show. It's Ramley Talk. It's available on all streaming platforms, much like this one. It's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you can get your podcast. So, check out Ramley Talk. So, 
we talk about this game, and honestly, I, ref- I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't preview this game again. I apologize because again, I, I didn't preview the game against the Chargers, nor did I recap it. I didn't, you know, and I didn't preview this one. So, again, I apologize. Um, but even though uh, last week the Rams lost at home to the Pittsburgh Steelers, who of course, you know, came in with arguably the worst offense in the league, you know, I didn't say the Rams would win. I just refuse to count them out. I, I, I refuse to basically rule them out because, because let's be honest, Dallas already lost to a bad team in the Arizona Cardinals and got embarrassed by them. So there's that. So I kind of figured, well, the Cowboys are they are they are well rested going in this one. So I figured, I mean, the Cowboys have an advantage. <coughs> Excuse me. You know, but start, starting starting this game, I mean, the Rams actually got somewhat off to a hot start. I mean. There was one, but on the opening drive, when when Dak Prescott got sacked twice, well, supposedly was sacked twice, especially one, one one that was on a third down, but a penalty on the Rams defense, I think for illegal contact, gave the Cowboys a whole new fresh set of downs. And while Dak Prescott was again sacked on that one, you know the Cowboys ended up driving up the field and then scoring a touchdown. So, so the fact that Dak Prescott got sacked twice on the, on Dallas's opening drive. You know, I said to myself, well, it's going to be a long day for, for Prescott in the offensive line because the way that the Rams, the way that Prescott was sacked twice in that opening drive, the Rams' defense made it look easy. I think one of them was by Aaron Donald, and Aaron Donald made it, made it look easy. So, so I said, I said to myself, because again, you know, I, you know thankfully this, this was a noon game, so I was able to work and watch it, so, but it was, you know, obviously it was difficult because, you know, again, I'm working, but... But, but just seeing how um, how difficult this was, you know, Aaron, you know, and Aaron Donald actually got two sacks in this one. So, I, yeah, basically Prescott got sacked three times and twice by Aaron Donald. I'm not sure if it was if it was by Aaron Donald on the same drive, but um, but but you know, but honestly, the Rams got out, you know, supposedly got to a hot hot stop, but then then a penalty gave the Cowboys a fresh set of downs, and the, and the Cowboys took advantage of it. So. It was seven to nothing, and then after that, when the Rams got the ball for the first time, I mean, they drove down the field, and you know, I was actually surprised that the Cowboys' defense was able to stop them to make the Rams settle for three points. But although the, there was actually, a, I think there was actually a, a play on that on that. The basically, I think it was on that third down when the Rams actually uh, were forced to to settle for a field. I think honestly, I, I believe the Cowboys' defense got away got away with something. I'm not sure who was the intended receiver. Um, I think it may have been Cooper Cup. I mean, now Cooper Cup, I mean, four catches for 21 yards. I mean, that, that was actually already pretty surprising. And, and seeing the rookie, uh, Puka Nakua, you know, had three catches for 43 yards, which is, you know, somewhat respectable. I mean, seeing the offense, the, the Rams passing game just be, you know, you know, so limited the way they were. I mean, I didn't expect it. So, and I should mention that. You know, with Matthew Stafford starting in this one, and he did actually, I think he picked up an injury to his thumb. I mean, Matthew Stafford got banged up big time. I mean, they, they even had a, a, a shot, you know, close up of him he, on his elbow, had a, had a cut. And I think on when, when the Rams finally scored a touchdown, when, when they went for that two-point conversion, I think, you know, Stafford, you know, took a hit to the head. I mean, I mean, I think even on the, on the first, uh, he took a hit from Marco Parsons early on. I mean, Matthew Stafford was just, I mean... The dude, the, the dude just took beatings in this one. I mean, it was tough. So, 
But anyway, as I'm kind of, kind of getting ahead of myself, I'm kind of getting lost in the shuffle. Uh, but I think, honestly, the Rams probably should have scored a touchdown on their opening drive, and I really believe that the Cowboys' defense got away with got away with pass interference in that one. So, I mean, I saw Sean McVay's reaction. I mean, Sean McVay was unhappy about it, so... So the Rams, so the Rams scored three points. I'm like, okay, well they scored three points. All they got to do is play defense. All they got to do is sack Dak Prescott. And if the offense can continue to drive the field, then they'll be okay. So, but you know when the Cowboys got the ball back, and the Cowboys did have to sell for uh, for a field goal, which was I believe a 50 plus yard one. I mean, I'm telling you, this guy, I'm telling you, this this special teams guy, uh, I think his name's Brandon Brandon Aubrey. I mean, this dude, <laughs> yeah, Brandon Brandon Aubrey. I mean, dude, Brandon Aubrey, this dude is just absolutely fantastic. But so the Cowboys took, took extended their lead ten to three. I'm like, okay, well it's ten to three. So if if the Rams' offense could drive down the field and this time like that, so I, I think honestly we're, we're going to have a game. So just here what I'm think what I'm thinking that the Rams are going to drive down the field and they're definitely going to tie the game in this one. Now this is where we're at work now. At work, you know, I have to, actually have to go go to the, back into the kitchen. And actually, I had to make something from scratch. I was actually making some some chalada mix. So basically, I, have my, I, you know, I put my phone up like this. You know, I'm working with, with one of the guys. You know, he's he's doing whatever. You know, cutting vegetables, doing doing whatever. You know, and God bless that guy. You know, he's so good at his job and such a wonderful uh, such a wonderful human being. So so I go out there. I said, well, I gotta I gotta make some chalada. So he kind of cle- he cleared out a little bit of space for me and asked, you know asked me you know how many cans of tomato sauce and I said three please and you know he got it for me which I appreciate. So first, you know, so I, I didn't look at my phone at first because, you know, again, I wanted to get that thing done. So then all of a sudden I hear the I hear the, the customers, I hear the crowd out there, you know, cheering. So I'm thinking, so I'm thinking okay, you know, maybe because because the roar wasn't very loud. I'm telling you, it was it was not a loud pop. It was just like, it, it, I was like, okay, maybe Matthew, Stafford, maybe Matthew Stafford just got sacked. Okay. So I get it all done. I, I get it all done. You know, I, I get the sticker. I, put, I get the label. I, I I take you know the large you know the large, the large container of chalada that I just prepared. I put it in the cooler. I go back out there and I see that it's seventeen to three. And then I see the replay that it was like Deron Bland had a pick six, his third of the season. And Deron Bland is the guy filling in for Trayvon Diggs. And speaking of Trayvon Diggs, I swear to you, there was actually some some sort of news that. Well. I'm not sure. Okay, hold on. Well, I'm not sure exactly what 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 they said about it, but there was some sort of news because Trayvon Diggs recently underwent surgery for his um for his uh, for his ACL. So I'm not sure exactly again what the story was. Honestly, so I'm kind of looking looking it up right now because I didn't think of it until now. You know, of course, you know, five hours ago on Twitter, uh, even Trayvon Diggs, you know, mentioned uh, Deron Bland's name, which of course, you know, I don't, uh, doesn't surprise me. So. Well, okay, okay, okay. So now Bleacher Report, eleven hours ago, said that that it wasn't it was a, a twenty ACL. I mean, okay, I I don't know what. Uh, okay, it said that. Okay, so four days ago, Trayvon Diggs underwent ACL surgery with some good news. So I'm not gonna get too deep into that, but the fact that he okay, so he underwent ACL surgery with good news. So that means he's he's gonna make a full recovery. Well, then great. So. So looking at it, um, so when it was 17-3, I was like, oh my god. Because the fact of the matter is, again, I went to the back and did my work and then came back out and found out the Cowboys were up 17-3. 17, 17 and then I'm thinking, I mean, oh. And then after that, you know, it, it's 17-3. to 
the Rams, you know, punt, and then the, the punt gets blocked. It goes back, it goes into the back of the end zone, which means it's a safety. So it goes from 17 to three to 19 to three, and the Cowboys make it 26 to three, and then eventually it was 30, 30, 33 to three, and it was it wasn't even halftime. And I'm like, what is going on here? The Cowboys are destroying the Rams. <laughs> now I should mention. Four years ago, when the when the Rams were in Arlington, this was when Jared Goff was still the quarterback for the Rams. This was actually the last time the Rams were in Arlington, Texas. The Rams actually got destroyed. This was four years ago when the Cowboys destroyed them, 44 to 21. But so it was 33 to three. I'm like, what is going on here? I mean, Sean, they get a close-up of Sean McVay's face, <laughs> and Sean McVay's expression said it all. And of course, I'm thinking, what the hell is Darnell, my boy? My buddy Darnell, aka the playmaker Salins, is thinking. I mean, I know I don't want to text him or anything. I did not want. I mean, the fact that th this was very difficult for him to see. I mean, I didn't even see what he's posted on social media. I mean, basically, I just wanted to spare Darnell any more any more stress and frustration. I mean, I'm already stressed with the World Series because the Rangers, you know, got got their butts kicked in Game Two. Now I'm not I'm not a Rain I'm not a Texas Rangers fan, but still, I want I want them to win the World Series, obviously, but still. So I was like, Dar Darnell must be extremely mad. So I'm like, it, it's 33, 33 to three. Now eventually, now before before halftime, the Rams finally, you know, finally find the find the end zone, and then there was that. It, it made it 33 to nine. And I said to myself, well, the Rams get the ball back. So if the Rams get if the Rams actually score on the opening drive of the, of the second half. Uh, we're definitely gonna have a game, and they did. So they they drove down the field. I mean, I'll tell you, the Rams on the opening uh, on the opening drive of the second half, the Rams looked like their usual self with the offense. So Matthew Stafford and, and company just drove down the field. They scored, made the two point conversion. So so basically, almost in the blink of an eye, a 33 to three score turned into 33 to 17. And now I'm thinking, wow, now we've got a game. And, that, and then I was starting to think, you know what? The Rams could very well come back and maybe pull off the upset. <laughs> I was already somehow convinced that somehow, someway, the Rams had the potential to actually pull off a comeback. Now they ultimately didn't. I think it's because you know honestly, you know honestly, if Matthew Stafford had stayed healthy, I think I think a comeback probably would have probably would have happened. Let's keep in mind, in that very building at ATT Stadium. You know, 12 years ago, back in 2011, when Matthew Stafford was still in his early years, when he was with the Detroit Lions, Matthew Stafford led a 24-point comeback against the Cowboys. Remember in 2011 when the Cowboys lost to the Detroit Lions after blowing a 24-point lead? So Matthew Stafford has basically, he's had some game-winning drives. He's had some comebacks. So never, never rule out Matthew Stafford, so... So it's 33 to 17. Now the Cowboys drive down the field and respond with a field goal, but 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 soon but soon after that, you know, you know, with the Cowboys in the fourth quarter added one more touchdown with 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 a beautiful pass. I mean, Dak Prescott 25 for 31, four touchdowns and one interception. I mean, Dak Prescott, you know, looked good, but again, you see these 300 passing yards, four touchdowns, you know, against a a mediocre Rams team. Because now the Cowboys have the Eagles next week. Let's see if he can do that against the Eagles. So again, Dak Prescott has a good game against a bad team. So, so again, to explain Dak Prescott's inconsistencies and his habit of only playing good against the bad teams, I mean, it solidifies it once again. Now, 
I'm not taking anything away from Dak Prescott, but again, 25 for 31, 304 yards, four touchdowns, one pick against a bad team. Can he put these kinds of numbers? Can he throw four touchdowns and have over 300 passing yards against the Eagles? Well, we'll find out next week because that game is going to be on the road. So, uh, so looking at it right there, you know, and I should mention, Dak Prescott is now 3-0 and against Matthew Stafford. 3-0. and Because last year, obviously, uh, Cooper Rush started, started for Dallas when the Cowboys were on the road to take on, take on the Rams. So the final score, 43-20, to 20, I mean, you know, and, 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 you know, you mentioned, you know, C.D. Lamb. I mean, C.D. Lamb, 12 catches for 158 yards and two scores. Huh. You know, the manager that was in charge today, Lewis, who, by the way, amazing. God bless you, Lewis, because I know that you're going to be listening to this. You know, Lewis told me that early in the week he actually had the chance to acquire C.D. Lamb in one of his fantasy leagues. <laughs> and we saw C.D. We saw C. Lamb score one of those touchdowns that made it look so easy. I mean... Lewis just did not look happy at all because he could have gotten CeeDee Lamb and he didn't. <laughs> I mean, if you have CeeDee Lamb on your fantasy team, I mean, this week he probably gave you the best week you could have. <laughs> so, looking at it, you know, looking at all, all the stats, you know, from, from, from the Cowboys, you know, CeeDee Lamb, you know, even had a, one run for 12 yards. So, you know, CeeDee Lamb had 12 catches for 158 yards. Brandon Cooks had three catches for 49 yards, and including a spectacular touchdown. And Jake Ferguson, the one who scored the first touchdown for the Cowboys, I mean, the offense looked good. Now, the running game, I mean, Tony Pollard, 12 carries for 53 yards, an average of 4.4 yards per carry. And I know, I know I'm talking so, I know I'm talking so fast. I'm kind of like I'm. <laughs> yeah, I gotta stop talking so fast sometimes. But again, the adrenaline is kicking in, y'all. So, and I'm kind of like, you know, I gotta get this done. But the running game, you know, you know did it stop to the, to the best of its ability, but. The fact that the Cowboys were able to rely on the passing game more, I mean, you know, that's the one thing. So, you know, Deron Bland had that one, had the interception. Now, Dak Prescott's interception, well, that was actually a mistake on Dak's part because, well, I think the intended target, I believe, was Jake Ferguson. Now, Ferguson made contact with the ball, but it, it, it tipped off his hand, and then it was intercepted, I believe, by the by the... By number five, I think it was Fuller for the Rams. The problem with Prescott is, I mean, he threw it into heavy traffic because those three guys are around uh, the intended target, so and it was tipped and intercepted. So, so I really believe that was truly a mistake on Dak Prescott. I mean, th there goes you know once again the inconsistency and then the, the the habit of trying to be the hero. So now Prescott solidified himself. He he rectified the situation. So. But I do believe that, mis that that interception was a costly error for Prescott. Because at that point, I think the Cowboys were already up... Uh, well, I think they were already up 26-3 to at that point, so... But, you know, the, but the Rams, you know, the Rams actually were unable to respond from that. Now, there was that one play uh, where, I, where, where it looked as though Matthew Stafford actually fumbled the ball, but it, it was it was ruled an incompletion, but, you know, at that point, you know, what's the point? Because I think it was on a 4th and 12 or something like that. Well, like that, so... It really didn't make a difference because you know whether because whether it should have been a fumble or whatnot. I mean, the bottom line is the Cowboys' defense made made a stop. So, so it's good to see Micah Parsons have an, an, another sack. Doran Samson had another. So, seeing only two sacks in this one's a little bit it's a little bit frustrating, but you know, still at least we got to see Micah Parsons have another, have another quarterback sack. So I think, you know, honestly, from this one, obviously the, the, the best player of the game is CeeDee Lamb. Because, again, 
12 catches for 158 yards and two, uh, two scores. <laughs> Doesn't get any better than that. So look at the, from the Rams' perspective, I mean, you know, Matthew Stafford, 13 for 22 with one touchdown and one interception. You know, Matthew Stafford just had such a bad day. I mean, the offense just had such a bad day. I mean, you know, look, looking at, at the team, team stats, you know, 188 passing yards for, the, for Los Angeles and 285 for Dallas. You know, and, and Dallas also having over 100 yards rushing, while Los Angeles only had 92. So, and Dallas actually averaged 6.1 yards per play. So Dallas to average 6.1 yards per play, while the Rams averaged about five yards per play. I mean, <laughs> it's one that that's so interesting. So, I mean, you know, interestingly enough, you know, Prescott was sacked more than Matthew Stafford. I mean, Matthew Stafford was sacked twice, while Dak Prescott was sacked three times. And the fact that both teams only have, you know, the fact that both teams had the same amount of penalties, I mean, that's actually interesting right there. Four penalties for both. So, but Dallas, you know, dominating time of possession with 35, 35 and a half minutes while Los Angeles was relegated to 24 and a half minutes. So, it really was a bad day for Los Angeles. It, it, it really was, you know, just one hell of a nightmare, honestly, for this, for, for this club. So looking at it right here, so check this out. According to Dallas Cowboys Public Relations on Twitter, with four touchdowns today, Dak Prescott now has eight career games with four touchdowns through the air. That ties Danny White for second in Cowboys history, and we all know Tony Romo is the one with the most four touchdown pass games in the history. Tony Romo has ten games in his career where he threw four touchdowns. That's amazing. Now speaking of CeeDee Lamb, 12 catches today is a single-game career high. His previous record was 11. So he basically now has, you know, his, his basically his record for most catches in a game was at 12. It was previously 11, and he did that early in the season against the New York Jets. So he broke his own record in the same season. That's incredible. And of course, you know, 300, you know, surpassed 300 career you know, catches today, you know. He's actually the fastest Cowboy to ever have 300 catches in only 56 games. He has 4,000 receiving career yards. He's the second fastest Cowboy to achieve the 4,000-yard milestone behind Bullet Bob Hayes, who did it in 52 games. So, what a game by CeeDee Lamb. And, you know, and Brandon Aubrey, you know, most field goal made, made with, with, without a miss. I mean, I'm telling you, you know, Brandon Aubrey is 18 for 18 so far, you know, as a rookie. That's, a, that's incredible. I mean, in, in, in the first half, the Cowboys offense having 250 yards of total offense. Huh. You know, that that's actually the most since, uh, since the first half last year against the Chicago Bears. So, man. And, uh, and speaking of Dak Prescott, after he threw three touchdowns, he had his 31th career game with three touchdowns through the air. And that's the second most in team history, so. This is definitely a game that's going to just be so well remembered. And, and Dallas needed this one, but but again, not to take anything away from Dallas. I mean, this is this was against a terrible L.A. Rams team. I mean, L, the Rams are now 3-5. and five. So if the, if, if the Cowboys could do this against the Eagles next week on the road, that, that that's going to make a statement, so. So if the Cowboys can do this against the likes of the Buffalo Bills, the Miami Dolphins, the Seattle Seahawks, who all of which the Cowboys play late in the, later in the year, that's what we need. I mean, the Cowboys can can score 43 points against a against an average to mediocre Rams team. Dak Prescott can throw for over 300 yards and four touchdowns against a mediocre 
Rams defense. Let's see him do that against the Eagles. Let's see him do that against the Bills, against the Dolphins. I mean, the bottom line is let's see him do that against a good team. So, and speaking of the Eagles, the Eagles uh, improved to 7-1 today in what a dramatic game against the Washington Commanders. Cowboys are 5-2 and two and still stuck in, in, the, in second place in the NFC East. And I imagine they're going to be stuck in second place all season. So, Giants regressed to 2-6 and six after that loss to the New York Jets in what was kind of a boring battle of New York. And, of course, the Commanders are now 3-5. and five. So, well, Cowboys got the Eagles next week, so... Right, right now, honestly, it does not look good. For the, it does not look like the, it's going to shift in the Cowboys' favor. But if the Cowboys can put up a respectable game, then we'll see. Because after that, the Cowboys got the Giants, and they're on the road against the Panthers. And then, of course, on Thanksgiving, the Washington Commanders will be in town. And then after that, when December rolls around, that is when the tough schedule kicks in. Because you got the Bills on the road, you got the Dolphins on the road. Yeah, it's not going to be pleasant. But the Cowboys actually had a very, very good game today. Despite the fact that it was against an average to mediocre team, the Cowboys still, actually, honestly, the Rams still probably, uh, they still probably would have come back had Matthew Stafford not been hurt. But the Cowboys' defense were able to get their job done. Offense was able to do the job. The Cowboys got the job done as a team. So no matter what I say, the Cowboys got the win. They deserved it. But let's see if they can do that against the Philadelphia Eagles because I want because you know they can easily they can easily get rid of a, they they can easily get a win against a bad team but against a good team excuse me against a good team well that tends to be a different story. Ladies and gentlemen, Cowboys Talk of course is available on all streaming platforms including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and of course YouTube. Please do me a favor, hit the subscribe button, and please be sure that you hit the notification bell. That way, I know for sure that you're not going to be missing out on any exciting upcoming content. Thank you very, very much, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good one, and how about them cowboys? Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.